Prologue 9.14 p.m. Sunday, June 6, 1971 Over the English Channel Students milled around the cabin, collecting their belongings, exchanging addresses, and making last-minute trips to the lavatory. In the back of the plane, a rich kid's portable 8-track player was blaring Jimi Hendrix's all along the watchtower. Everyone was excited, exhausted, and antsy. It had been both a long and harrowing trip. A cheerleader from Houston shook her head as the lyrics began with the Joker asking the thief for a way out of wherever. She sighed. I can't believe he's dead. What's it been, nine months? The East Texas football jock sitting behind her overheard the rhetorical question and snarled. Sure enough, that nigga died ODing on hard drugs, choking on his own vomit. Why are we listening to this psychedelic claptrap anyway? She ignored him, concluding simply that he was not only stupid and a racist, but he was likewise equally ignorant about some of the grooviest music on the planet. Oh, Jimmy, get me out of here. There must be some kind of way. She sighed as she continued doodling peace symbols all over her airline ticket envelope. Someone let out a very loud yawn, more of a statement of boredom than an involuntary act. Just about everybody was tired of just about everybody else on this nightmare of a flight. No one knew how long they'd have to wait in line through Luxembourg's immigration and customs when they finally did land. Stories had circulated that students arriving without their return tickets in hand would be refused entry. It seemed the authorities were growing tired of hippies who lacked enough funds to return home, becoming homeless panhandlers, and thus a burden on the state. But these students all had both their return tickets and passports, and now hoped to breeze through customs and on to an exciting summer of fun or study, or both. The captain looked out over the black horizon at Normandy's feathered, illuminated outline where humanity's habitat ended at the coast, now only 70 kilometers away. The night air was crystal clear, and an almost full moon was already quarter-high in the dark sky. He closed his flight bag and noted that the co-pilot was still open. Would either of you like the last bit of coffee or tea? Last call, gentlemen, said the lead stewardess, poking her head in just before she shut down the galley. The captain shook his head no. It was time to prepare for landing. Back in the cabin, another stewardess knelt beside the only young passenger who was actually buckled in. What are you eating? she asked. He looked up at her, noting her radiant natural beauty and silky blonde hair pulled neatly back into a beret. He'd filled his now half-empty, complimentary cup of cognac with wedges of a ripe Georgia peach that he'd sliced up with a pocket knife. Close your eyes. Open wide, he said invitingly. She looked around guiltily to see if anyone was watching. His ebony left hand reached over to carefully steady her alabaster chin. He was struck by the sensuous contrast of their skin as he slipped a juicy slice into her mouth. Her eyes widened as she tasted the succulent, sweet, brandied peach. Wonderful! she exclaimed, just as the plane's engine's loud, steady hum shifted to a staccato stutter. Mayday! Mayday! the pilot shouted as the co-pilot sent out an SOS. 
One by one, the plane's engines each quickly fell silent. The cabin went black, throwing the passengers into a chaotic state of panic as they screamed. The stewardess, anchored by the boy's strong arms, gulped the last sweet taste of the Georgia peach and then gasped to herself, Nate was right. We're all going to die. The fire engine red emergency lights flicked on in the galley and by the exit door, snapping her out of her terror, her sense of duty and her training finally kicking in. In the crimson glow, she could see dark silhouettes moving erratically up and down the aisle. The music blared on as Hendricks taunted them from his early grave that life was just a joke. Just as she cried out to the passengers, Everyone, stay calm. Take your seat. Then their whole world cracked open and broke apart. <laughs>